welcome to the Humanize IT Podcast. Today we're starting our year in review series. So today's episode is quarter one, the best laid plans. And to prepare for this episode, Skip and I have decided that we're going to have a beer or a drink. To 2020. To 2020. So what we have here is a great phrase that Skip and I use in our talks often is, no plan of operation extends with certainty beyond the first encounter with the enemy's main strength. Now, we always use this phrase, <laughs> but this year it really meant something because this year started off like a normal year. So, Skip, you and I were just talking about what what we remember from quarter one, and we kind of had to go back to the internet and like look like what happened in quarter one. I I don't know if I can remember that far back. Yeah. So, <laughs> It, seriously, it was a it decade feels ago, like right? It's been 84 <laughs> years. Um, so, what do you remember from quarter one? I, I guess the the most uh, that stood out was was optimism. I mean, uh, you know, we had a lot of things going on with um, with virtual C, and you know, humanized IT was really um, just you know starting to fire on all cylinders. Things were happening. Uh, our, our personal, you know, with our company, you know, the client things are really ramping up and, and we were seeing such uh, engagement, you know, we were seeing the tools being used and the results that we're looking for. And so, you know, it was just a really good time. And uh, I, I was getting very excited about some yeah, things that were going which on. Which brings us to why we're cracking a couple cold ones now, because the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the pandemic really was not something we really thought about in January, February. Yeah, the WHO was making statements. Yeah, the president was kind of acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we'd been through SARS before. You know, we'd seen this before. So we're like, okay, well, this right. is happening. Yeah, the the avian flu, you know. I had actually, so so a side note, uh, you know, I had, I, had, uh, I had kids going off to college uh, in what was it, 2008, 2009? No, it was, it was past that. I, I, and one of the flu pandemic sort of deals had come up, and I had sent my kids off with pandemic preparedness kits, and they all laughed at me. They thought, ah, Dad, you're just being, you know, overreacting. But in it, in it, it had, you know, the hand sanitizers, the wipes, and face masks. You know, those were part of Dad's pandemic preparedness kits. And yeah, of course, you know, we, we didn't need them and the kids, you know, just uh, tossed them somewhere. I, I gave them a hard time about it back in March. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you wish you had your pant- your dad's you know, pandemic you kit have, now, don't you? Like, uh-huh, when uh-huh. you do plan for the worst, it doesn't happen. And so, you know, I look back on quarter one and, you know, I, I have a couple of notes here with there were issues in Iran. The presidential primary started. The Australia was having those fires, and Italy had just started going into lockdown yeah. towards the end yeah. of the quarter. But starting in January and February, it was looking like a pretty darn good year for us, and I was super excited about uh, just our prospecting. So we were planning on having one of the best years ever, and we had marketing funnels yep. that we were building. We had our year planned out and how it was going to roll out. We had our KPIs set for the end of the year. And, you know, people listening right now are just laughing because, you know, in hindsight, we're these two guys like, okay, you know what? There'll probably be some unexpected things come up and we'll have to adjust throughout the year. Uh But nothing 
could have possibly made me think that the world was going to change in such a dramatic way in just a <laughs> yeah. few short weeks. Yes. And so I, I, my yeah. joke during the end of the first quarter was that the pandemic was my fault because I started a global company. And I thought, what, you know, you start a global company, there you, you have yeah, clients amongst all different areas. So Australia, South Africa, Europe, Canada, <clears throat> you know, one of their economies has to be going well, right? Nothing could happen that would right? disrupt every economy <laughs> in the world. And Every that was the, the point globe, in which yeah. God started laughing. <laughs> and so um, that, that kind of sums yeah. up quarter one for me in that the best laid plans went to crap in a hurry. Mm -hmm. But the optimism of first oh. quarter. Oh, they did. And I think I brought it up earlier was that. You know, the first quarter of 2019, for those of you who remember, started off really bad. There was all the school shootings. There's a lot of violence going on. And we didn't know if anything could get any worse. And, you know, the, wor the, the world healed and it kind of mm. came back after that. And so with, quarter, with 2020, it was like, oh, well, we're starting off a normal year. This is great. Let's, let's see where this goes. It's an election right. year. We've got a lot yeah. of change coming. And so let's, let's plan for... Um, adapting to this system of change coming up with an election year with people wanting to just double down on growth and having a year that was going to be just really, really great. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, one of the things that we were talking about with our clients a lot, and, you know, I don't, in hindsight, apparently we should have been talking about this a whole lot more, right? Uh, it's not that we were talking about the wrong thing. It just, we had no idea of the scope at which it could go. And, and that thing that we were talking about was plan for change. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, clients, uh, companies evolve, marketplaces evolve, you know, everything is changing and shifting. And, you know, we, we just had no idea how much it was going to change and how much it's going to shift. But everything that we were saying, I go back and I look at that and, it's all still valid. I mean, we, we weren't wrong. It's just, you know, when a fire hose is a good response to a fire, that doesn't mean that a fire hose might not be a good response to an inferno. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, you can do yeah. what you, are, you can only do and what you can do. In IT, we kind of get used to this kind of feeling of like, okay, it starts off good and it kind of goes to crap quickly. And that's what we do. It's triage in IT. And so we have all these things, these great ideas, just as you said, like, Okay, um, we know bad things happen. Let's just make sure that we we uh, we we plan for them. But then it actually does happen, and we're surprised. <laughs> yeah. You're in the middle of the data center, <laughs> and the server catches on fire. You're like, "Well, that just happened," and uh -huh. you don't know yeah. when, when the halon or the FM two hundred dumps. <laughs> Hold your breath <laughs> you and know. run. Um, there so, you go. You're sitting there and you've got this, this plan you're trying to work with. You've built in some contingencies, but you're hoping that never happens. Kind of like your pandemic kits. You gave them to your kids thinking, mm -hmm. oh, they'll, they'll not have to use these, but what if they do? And they end up what not using did. it. Yeah. And we, we get used to that, okay, we're going to prepare for the worst and it never happens. And then something actually does happen that's horrible. And it's like, okay, how do I deal with this? 
and you have to react. And that's that's just IT in a nutshell, is that you're always yep. reacting. And every once in a while, you get really lucky and you can proactively stop something. And so with, with 2020, quarter one was that let's prepare for the year. Let's see what's coming up and let's try to let's try to plan for it. So in our minds, our our problems are like in Australia with all the fires. Like how do you respond to the fires? Is there a way for a business to support the local economies that are struggling here with all these displaced people and all this disruption? Um, with the primaries coming into the United States, this is a big state of change for a democracy. And how do we plan for that? And how do we integrate that into our businesses? And it becomes so noisy that we start focusing on this pattern we're in that we forget that tomorrow something could disrupt everything. And are you ready for that? And yep. how do you yep. plan for that? In IT, it comes down to training. You can tell in IT who was ready for failure and who was just good at their job because they didn't have to do anything new. And so yeah. you have yeah. the procedural IT people who, if you give them a script, they'll run it, they'll make sure it runs, and they will make sure it gets double-checked, they'll document it, and they'll put it away. And then you have that grizzled IT lady or guy who's like, <laughs> the, the 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 entire switch crashes the um the f internet goes down and they go all right and they crack one open and they go here here we go <laughs> and they think on their feet yep. they adapt they they think back to their life of experience and they think okay here's what we're going to do and they buckle down and they do it and right you know, that's their moment to shine. And in IT, this happens a lot. Like what, one of my favorite stories is I was on, I was at this new position for the first two weeks and my boss went on vacation. He hadn't been on vacation in four years. So God bless him, go. It was, wow. it was quiet. And I was, I yeah. was a hire that came on and I was his backup. I had all the admin credentials, so I thought, and uh, I was just sitting there maintaining this network. And I get this call from Australia about a guy saying, hey, you, you're, you're hitting us with 30,000 connections. And I'm like, Ooh. huh? And so I start okay. looking into it, and it's just me in this office. And I don't even know what the server is. <laughs> it turns out <laughs> it was an SSH server for dumping data. And it just hadn't been patched in a while, and a bot had exploited it and was using it to, as a zombie to attack other surfers around the world. And yeah. I'm sitting there. I have no credentials to the server. I don't even know what it does. I'm like, well, here we go. Ooh. And so I've got to think yeah. my way out of it. I've got this literally a black box sitting here. I have no idea what it does. Do clients rely on this thing? Where's the documentation for it? I'm just like searching around for it. Adventure, I think, you know what's easier? I ran out of my office. I didn't run, but I walked out of my office um, and <laughs> wringing my hands. And I started asking people in the office, hey, do you know what this server does? And eventually I came across one of the statisticians and they said, oh yeah, that's this server. I'm like, yeah, I need to shut it down. And they're like, uh, let me check with the clients first. And so- Clients. It was a client-facing yeah. server. 
And so we had to like come up with a strategy to gracefully shut this thing down, let the clients know what happened and, and do some forensics to make sure that we did not um, endanger client data, that everything was okay. And, but then my, my boss comes back from vacation. I'm like, okay, here's what happened. And like, you just see him be, he just went white <laughs> and he's like, oh crap. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, we, we, that's all the forensics we did. And he goes, well, I, I, later on he goes, I got to go to a meeting. And so he was in the meeting with the board and he had to explain to them all this stuff. He's like, if, if, if it don't work, if I don't come back, congratulations on your promotion. <laughs> and it was, it was one of those kind of conversations and it, everything worked out well. But the moral of the story is you never know what's going to hit you. And we all have this in our careers, but in IT and like other triage professions, it's normative for us. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, and let me let me put a real to do out there for for everybody, IT or any other industry. I mean, January, the new year is kind of a natural planning uh, phase for for a lot of people, and so you know, I commented we were we were definitely in high gear on that, and I'd ask everyone to reflect back on what you were doing in January of February of last year regarding your business. And nobody can know what the future is going to hold, but were you doing the right things? You know, yes, the pandemic happened and and no, there's probably not much you could have done to plan for that. But given that work, were you doing the right things? And I think some of those introspective times really brings those things up. I mean, talking about what you and I were doing, Adam, absolutely. I think we were doing the right things. It, and you know we're we're now coming up on that that next season that next cycle and and we're doing that again and I I firmly believe in that but you know look back on there were you doing things that you look at and goes you know there was just really no need for me to be doing that 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 had no value of pandemic or otherwise that really didn't do anything for our business that wasn't aligning to our goals that wasn't really helping our bottom line and and it's just a, i think given everything that has happened in in 2020 we might have a few really good opportunities to hold up our our old normals and compare them with you know this whatever we want to call this this year you know this definite you know, uh, uh, abnormal, anomaly here, uh, and see, you know, what, what really matters, what's important, what do we need to be focusing on uh, as individuals and, and even, you know, hey, even as organizations, I mean, as individuals and, and organizations together, all of that needs to come together and to see what's really important. Yeah. And this is also a good time where you discover what your teams are made of. And in in cybersecurity, we do a lot of these things called BCP, business continuity planning, disaster recovery planning. And yep, yep. Um, a number of the organizations have probably spent 20 years doing pandemic planning and thinking that you'll yep. never use yep. them. But if you do, at least you have a plan there. And you can tell as we get through this year, as we get through quarter two through quarter four, that we're going to talk about how we adjusted and how we adapted and how we saw into the crystal ball a little bit, like the, we talked about with Bob, 
what's coming up and how were we able to predict some of the things that were going to occur. And it's because we've been through some planning sessions. It's because we did some exercises. It's like um, when you do disaster recovery planning, when you do BCP planning with your firm during the good times, you're thinking while you're level-headed. You're thinking straight yeah. that if this happens, and these are the people I call, this is what I do. And that that repetition, that form, and I think you've got some things in Taekwondo where we're talking about this, where yeah. you have this yeah. form the you're going memory. through. And that way, when you're panicking, you, you kind of have the natural ability to move with the unexpected versus very rigid. Um, here's what I need to do. Here is my day. And then all of a sudden your day gets different. Like you panic, you get stressed and anxiety hits you. And so going through BCP planning, going through DR planning kind of gets you to think on your feet. Like how would I respond if something happened? So that when, even if something that wasn't in your DR plan occurs, like, you know, maybe you spent most of your DR planning talking about pandemics, tornadoes, hurricanes, and then the event that happens is a bee infestation in your building. <laughs> Murder, Murder hornets. hornets. There, there's something from 2020. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's second quarter. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I get ahead of ourselves. And I'm so you, yeah. you go, okay, well, we talked about what would happen if you had to evacuate the building because of a fire. Let's just use the same plan. And but at least you've mm -hmm. talked it through. And so you can adapt to things this way, and that's really important. And yep. if you can understand one thing from quarter one of this year, it's that when things are quiet, you should be thinking about what to do during a disaster. So that when the disaster does occur, you can think on your feet and you can adapt quickly. Well, I've got a great example of that. Um, back in my days with uh, an oil and gas company, uh, and and we had um, an enormous uh, gas plant and uh, gas uh, wells in the middle of Wyoming. And so we went through some uh, disaster recovery exercises. <clears throat> and these were really, they were huge sort of plans. I mean, they, they, they went all out. We had... Uh, scenarios that we would, you know, plan on where, you know, what if there were a loss of life or, uh, you know, significant impacts to the uh, the ecology up there. You know, what we really planned, you know, as big as we could. And we'd been through a couple of these exercises and then we had to kind of pull the lever, so to speak, and and initiate our, our disaster response team uh, in response to a well that we had a problem with in Louisiana. Now, a lot of things being different, this well wasn't nearly as big, and, and the scenario was much smaller. There was there was no fire, fortunately, um, and our impact there, you know, to the to the local environment was being very well contained. And we, in all in all aspects, this disaster in Louisiana went really, really well. <laughs> you know, there were a lot of things that happened in our favor. But as we walked through that, so many people on the team just stepped up. We knew exactly what we needed to do. You know, we knew who was going to handle communications. Uh, I was able to activate some um, some fairly new IT resources in the area. At the time, we didn't you know, satellite communications was kind of a new thing, you know, for ad hoc stuff. And so we, we got communications up and running out on site. I mean, all these things just 
fell in place um, so easily because we had planned for something so massive. Uh, and, and even when it was a small scale, it, it worked out really well. So I, I guess my, my, my thought in that is if you plan, you're not going to be wasting your time. Even if the plans don't come out exactly the way you want, that effort you put into planning, that, uh, that process of going through and identifying the things that are important and resources and you know the goals that are really important, that is going to be a value to your organization going forward in a variety of situations. Yeah. It's it's like the karate kid, you know, wax on, wax off. You know, the 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 motion <laughs> had nothing to do with karate until he started having to do the forms. It's like, oh crap, I already know this yep. stuff. And getting your mind to think about triage is hard. Some people just aren't built for it. And that's that's okay. Some of us, like me, are not built for process. It just don't like following process. And, um, but I'm really great in triage. Throw me in the middle of a room with a bunch of chaos going on and I will sort that stuff out. And that's just who I am. And when you're doing disaster planning, when you're sitting there and you feel like everything's going well and all of a sudden you get smacked with something, you don't panic. You have your, your couple moments where you assess the situation. You think, okay, okay. I think, I think I can deal with this. And so I remember, um, in March when the school shut down. I remember, I remember exactly where I was sitting. It was almost like a 9-11 moment for me because I remember sitting at the table and I put my phone on speaker and all the kids are sitting there and my wife's sitting there and we're all finishing up dinner. And I said, well, kids, here we go. And the immediate oh. thought in my head was, oh, this will just be like a week or so, you know, while we figure out, like assess how bad things are. But in the back of my head, something was nagging me with, where this is the way the rest of the school year is going to go. And to that yeah. extent, you know, I, I adapted quickly. I, I went to my school before things were really locked down. I said, okay, can I have my son's desk? And so I got his school yeah. desk from his room, his third grade room or second grade room. No, se- second grade room. Wow. And I set it in my outside office here and I revamped my outer office as a school room for him. So he had somewhere comfortable to go. That was my first week. That was just like in my head. Wow. And that is because I have spent a lot of my life in DR. And I think something in the back of my head was recognizing that this was bigger than initially felt like. Because you, you you, and I were just talking, Skip, and like your feeling was, oh, it'll be like a couple of weeks, maybe a month, and I'll be back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was just going to get pushed back. You know, and so to to me, uh, to me, it was like something told me that I needed to be start hunkering down, and I did. I didn't go out crazy and buy toilet paper and you know oodles of dry food. Thank I you. was not one of those people. Um, yep. And uh, but uh, it was more of like we restructured our lives really quickly. It was just okay. This is the way it is now, and I mm-hmm. and you can look online. I had created a number of videos about how to do uh, live streaming through Zoom, how to do teaching, how to arrange classrooms. And I push these out to different schools to kind of help them understand and adapt quickly because it's hard to shift the machine. And that's what we had to start doing at the end of quarter one was, uh, well, here we go. It started off with this optimistic, oh my gosh, this is going to be a great year. And it ended in within 90 days of, well, Here we go. 
And yeah. so uh -huh. with that, we're gonna we're gonna end up, but we're gonna continue on with quarter two, the theme of which is, have you tried rebooting? <laughs> so we'll see <laughs> yeah, you next we week, and we'll talk about can you reboot a year, given all that's happened. Thanks, Gib. Sounds good. Bye bye.